0: Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler
1: Chronicles.
2: Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree at Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles.
3: Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite On Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, Radio's Radio, AM830KLAA. Um, let me see. I, I want to let my guy, my guys in the back there let you know that uh, Andrew's trying to call, and he's got, getting no response. Okay, so let's uh, get Andrew. He's trying to call in. Okay. Um, in studio. Well, I'll, my name is Sergio. Let's start over again. Okay. My co-host, dear friend, Mr. Ben secrets with Accurate Fishing. Good morning, Ben. Good morning. And it's just going to be you and me and, and possibly the earthworm. There he is. There he is. He's coming in, Andrew. Um, everybody's out. I got Mia. Is not here. Okay. He's over at Lake Elsinore. Reason is... Uh, it's. He's Lake- not at Oakland. He's sleeping, bro. Yeah, I know. But here's the deal. Today uh-huh. is the Lake Elsinore Winterfest. Okay. It's a big party. It's their Christmas, their tree lighting. And they have a parade down Main Street. And uh-huh. I'm very honored that the Angler Chronicles crew has a float. Okay. Check this out. So, we, I know. We did it last year. We had a blast. Uh, we love the city of Lake Elsinore you know he i mean tony moved there that
1: that that's sergio's rose parade it sounds like oh yeah is it but is it all just for people five foot and under
3: or do other regular people in there too well let me let me (laughs) let me welcome the earthworm andrew you there good morning yes i am okay so did you hear that you're not five foot
1: oh no no he's five foot wide dude that guy's he's a big dude
3: oh man andrew this is what we got all morning but anyway, uh, Andrew's going to be down there with us and uh, coming down to Lake Elsinore, down Main Street, and I, I, I really enjoyed myself last year. We did it, and it was fantastic. Uh, Lake Elsinore is where it's at, um, especially today. There's so much going on in that city, more than just. Oh, it's fishing. growing. Oh, yeah, it's huge. It's huge. In fact, it looks like... Baseball, a guy... motocross, you name it, they got it now. Yeah. It's on. Yeah, and so I can see right now, I got uh, Jonathan uh, Skinner calling in right now. We'll get him queued up. Uh, Jonathan, you there?
0: Yeah, I'm here. How you doing, Sergio? Hey,
4: Ben.
3: What's up, Jonathan? Hey. Man, I'm, I'm my, my Ben buddy. I get back on the ocean, bro. Yeah, see, he's he, he, something about your bunk buddy. You, you I don't got
1: know. you got to get back on the ocean. All you got to do is go, brother. No, he said you're
3: his bunk buddy,
1: Ben. <laughs> wow. I think nothing's traveling right now. Okay,
3: I'm just saying that's the three Bs. Yeah, bunk buddy Ben. Dude,
1: he's wrong on that stuff. I'll tell you this though, Jonathan, the calico bass and the sand bass have been biting on jigs in deeper water, and it's been fun. And. Um, so I don't know if any of the boats are doing that, but I actually went with someone last weekend and had a ball. It was really fun. But yeah, it should be... There's stuff happening. Well, yeah, how's Elsinore well, doing?
0: Elsinore's doing okay. You know, we still have the challenge with the, with the, uh, with the water. Um, we've been uh, monitoring it weekly, actually. and We have a company that, that comes out weekly and tests. Um, this has been a really strange year because it was so hot for the summer and extended so far. So we're still not having any boats or any any contact with the lake, and and uh, so that's a little difficult. But as far as the, the city itself, some incredible things are happening. As Sergio just mentioned, we have our annual Winterfest uh, today, and uh, last year, In Your Chronicles, uh, have a float out there, and is one of the most popular um, um, floats in the parade. And this year, we're actually moving the um, the parade to an evening parade, so it's going to be uh, a light parade. So we've been decorating the Bentley uh, pontoon, done by uh, uh, J.T. Reynolds, and Anglo Chronicles is going to be on there.
1: Um, is is Ron going to be on that? Do you know? Because it'll be like Santa and his elves. Then you'll have a couple short guys, and you know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now, Ron unfortunately can't make it. But will be Tony, myself, and Andrew. <laughs> I uh, will be there. I'm going to take Rhonda. Melina's is going to be there as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Okay. And I'll tell you what, Jonathan, I had never done that before. And I did spend a lot of time last year, many, many hours practicing my way. Oh, my God, I got to leave. I'm sorry. I got to go back home. (laughs) So now I've got it down. Uh, He's got that
1: LGBT wave going big time. QRSTWXYZ. I forget forget all the other.
3: No, listen, um, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, We were talking off the air with uh, Ben, how far this city has come. You know,. when was if? How, how I've been going back? there since the seventies,
1: bro. So okay. I I know it pretty well. And and the last time I was there, I was so impressed with the main street. Just it has some excellent eateries there. And launch you know? point. And launch point. Oh is no! Off the the lo- but the launch point. That's complete. It's a completely different place now. Like when I used to go there, it was. There's nothing. There was nothing there, and now it's just like it's. You know what it reminds me of it reminds me of looking at Back Bay before they really built Back right. Bay up and now Back Bay's built you guys are built it's it's a place it's a destination you mm-hmm.
3: know that's the whole thing with Lake Elsinore you know because uh, I remember about oh I go back maybe about 20 25 years ago and I saw it just as they you guys were getting going Jonathan to start this thing and the first dream extreme happened not at launch point it happened at the other. Uh, launch that they had there, and from there, it just started to grow. And Launch Point, what is it, $12.5 million for Launch Point itself?
0: Before, oh, for the uh, for Launch Point, no, it's more uh, in the, the $20 million.
3: Well, the ramp. I'm talking about the ramp itself.
0: Oh, the ramp itself, yeah. It was $12 million. Opened up in uh, 2012. About.
3: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it, the, the biggest launch that we have uh, at Lake Elsinore, it has six lanes, it, uh we increased the parking, so there's a, enough for uh, 200 boats uh, mm-hmm. in addition to about 100 cars at the same time. Every weekend when uh, during the summer we, we sell out. Um, so it's, it's pretty incredible. But what we do is uh, it's a partnership because we want to make sure that as we are successful, other locations are successful. So we uh, uh, work with uh, Elsinore um, the Elsinore Boat Launch um, near the campground. To send people down their way as well, and so you know, as as we're successful, they're successful, and so the whole lake is successful. Uh, you know, during the summer, so it's great.
3: Yeah, it is is a complete. Um, it's a, fa- it's it's. You know, I have no way of, of explaining other. It. it looks almost like a family unit community. Okay, because um, the the council is very involved. They live in the city. What I love about the council, and I found this out at the last uh, State of the City address, there's no political affiliation. So you don't know if the Republican, Democrat, Independent, you don't have no idea, which is good. They don't get paid. I mean, they get, I think was it was 100 bucks a month or something. This is not a career thing. They got to do it because they love it. Okay. And um, having them live in their own community, you know, they're striving to make it better. And they've done that. I mean, you just look at the infrastructure. You look at the uh, the, the streets are clean. Um, because I remember a time when Lake Elsinore was not like that, and it's changed dramatically, especially in the last I would say ten years, as some of these projects came to completion. Um, it really, really, really started to take off. And Launch Point, I mean, we talked about the ramp itself was $12.5 million. You're looking at another $20 million for Launch Point that includes yurts. And there you were, there's your word yurts. Uh, the Airstreams, you've got almost 200 hookups for your RVs. Um, you've got that community center you can have parties at, which I'm still saying we should have an annual uh, New Year's Eve gala with the city of Lake Elsinore, I man, can see, and I, Accurate, and anglo Chronicles. See,
1: I can see Sergio in one of those
3: ballroom gowns. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'll, I'll wear my tux. I still have a tuxedo that fits, so it's all good. So, um, we should do that, Jonathan. You know, put in some word. Okay. Well, we're
0: working on it, but you know, we have uh, so many people who come and they camp at launch point for their holidays. Right. And so that's where they're, you they're, have a lot of uh, I think we're about 70, 80% hooked up for, for the, the Christmas time. But, you know, when you talk about infrastructure, that's a really good point throughout the city. Uh, Ramon Habib is our uh, is our city engineer, mm-hmm. and with our, um, with our community development uh, director, they're paving streets that haven't been paved ever. And so now people that used to go up dirt roads are actually on, on paved roads, and it's, and it's helping when we have these uh, rainstorms that we don't have a much, as much er, erosion. Um, downtown, when you talk about Main Street, working with uh, the uh, Water District, EVWMD, they've come through and, and put in some, some uh, infrastructure below and redone the, the, the roads there. We're actually putting some, um, some uh, signal lights done on, on the Main Street by the freeway to make it easier for people to get on and off. Uh, you know, we built Camino Del Norte. that is another connection throughout the, you know, on the um, on the east side of the city uh, by the freeway. So a lot of things are going on to, to get us to where we need to be. Our, our city manager, Jason Simpson, um, and as you mentioned, the council really believe in, in having a, a fully functioning city to not only take care of those who've been living here for many years, but also those who are going to be coming in the future.
3: Yeah, let me tell you a little story about uh, oh, 15, 10 to 15 years ago, I was visiting a friend there, and then we, it was time to go home. It was late in the evening. And so I, use, I remember if it was maps or ways or something, because I was a little lost there. And so I'm following this, and you're absolutely right. All of a sudden, Rhonda and I found ourselves in a dirt road, Um, And it was crickets, okay? And, I mean, it's like dark, and I'm on a dirt road. Now, recently, I used the same road, and it was paved. So, that's what you're talking about. All right, everybody, hang on tight. i got to take a short break here. Remember, this is Raiders Radio, AM830, KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles, and we'll be right back.
0: Raiders football lives here on AMA 30 KLA.
2: Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, well, watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf, Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at DanaWharf.com. Daily Adventures, Lifelong Memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter
6: Raiders football lives here
0: on AMA 30, KLAA.
5: And it
6: sounds just like a song. I want more berries and that summer feeling. It's so wonderful and warm. Breathe me in, breathe me out. I don't know. Welcome back, I
3: welcome back everybody. Up. I know I just I couldn't hear myself. I'm sorry. I'm welcome back everybody on Raiders Radio AM830 K L A. This is up. Anger Chronicles. And that was me. That was me, Leilani. I couldn't hear it myself. And I can't see the light. The light's not on. So yeah. Anyway, welcome back everybody. I've got Jonathan Oliver Skinner, Director of Community Services at the City of Lake Elsinore. And uh, Andrew Mack and of course mm-hmm. Mr. Ben Secrist in studio. Um, Jonathan, um, so many things have, have happened in that city. So much so that you were able to get our own Tony Williams, uh, away from his house underneath an underpass and move to Lake Elsinore. Okay. In fact, I will be going to his house today. Okay. We're going to hook up there before we go to the parade. So, um, it is that good of a city and, um, him and Tony is just in love with it. Amazing things happening, and here's an invitation to everybody out there. If you get a chance, come out today. It's going to be a big event. I expect what four or five thousand people tonight.
0: Oh, at least we at least yeah. eight and ten thousand people that come down downtown. And you know, this year we've uh, did some uh, additional as uh, Giovanni worked us has put some uh, cinnamon on our on our cake here and, and added some some different lights and things to to our downtown mm-hmm. we have our stage that we use for Mariachi fest it will be in our parking lot uh, we've changed the location of the of the some of the uh, events actually all the events to our parking lot across the street from uh, the cultural center so we're really excited about this. all right well let,
3: let me let me pause you there okay so so what are the events today just go up, down the line what, what's happening today
0: Okay, so the parade starts at, at 5 o'clock. Um, it's an evening parade. We're starting actually down by our sheriff station and our Lake uh, uh, Lake Community Center. Mm-hmm. We're coming down Graham Street, and then it'll take a, a left onto Main Street um, that is lit for Christmas. It'll go in front of the, the cultural center, and then the parade participants will disembark from there. Um, the parade will go for probably about an hour, hour and a half. Then uh, the stage will be activated. We have a local high school drum corps that will be starting off in front of the the stage. Um, At 7 o'clock, we are going to be doing our tree lighting, which the tree is at Getham Square, which is our our, our parking lot right across the street from the cultural center, um, which will really uh, start off the holiday season. We have a sled hill. That we've had for many years, but we moved it, as I mentioned, downtown. Our staff, um, led by um, uh, Bo Davis, uh, built some things on our on our sled hill to really uh, activate things. We have a group that we actually hired to do some special lighting on downtown. And so, when people come down, there'll be very uh, there'll be uh, a, a lot of photo op areas for them to come down and take pictures on, on Main Street. Uh, we have uh, singers and carolers that are going to be um, down in the, uh, in the parking lot itself, and we have over 60 vendors that are going to be there, uh, both for their groups and, and also uh, small businesses that are going to be there. And again,
3: eight to 10,000 people. Yeah, well, listen, uh, we're looking forward to it, Jonathan. Uh, folks, if you're anywhere near Ella, uh, Lake Elsinore, or you should make the trip. In fact, Andrew's coming. Where are you coming from uh, tonight? Uh, I'll be coming from, uh, from Fontana. From Fontana. Okay, we're going to join the party. It is it is a lot of fun, um, and the people in Lake Elsinore are so welcoming. So, uh, looking forward to seeing a lot of friends. I have a lot of friends in the city now, and um, like I said, I practiced my wave. Okay, I pra- I showed Ben. Ben said, "Oh my God, you got it down!" Look at this, Ben. Look, that's a good wave right there. Make and sure that. they get him a stool the, the so he can wave. stand on it. Really, huh? really. anyway so Jonathan, looking forward to being there folks you know so i hope everybody that's listening gets a chance to come down and enjoy this it really is a lot of fun it kicks off the the holiday season the christmas season um and it's just it's just amazing amazing city
0: yeah, we're we're also going to be live streaming it on 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 Facebook and a couple of other social medias as well. Very so cool. If we get down, we're we're going to go ahead and give you that information, Sergio, so you can help promote that and people can, you know, watch it from the comfort of their home. But we're really excited about what's happening. Boy, so and, I'm sure, and I'm right sure. And I'm
3: sure. Yeah, I'm sure with Andrew there, he'll be live streaming this stuff too, right, Andrew? He likes doing That's that, good. and he's good at. I, I I'm not good at that, but he he's good. We'll live stream some of the stuff we're doing, the crazy things. On the on our float. Anyway, Jonathan, we'll see you this evening, then, my friend. Sounds
0: good. Thank you so much, Serge.
3: All right, excellent. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Oliver Skinner, director of community services at the city of Lake Elsinore. Hey, this is really good. Hey, all right, Andrew, let's get start uh, talking fishing. All right. Uh, I also wanna I want you to finish up after the freshwater report with what you did last night. I was surprised that you were even. On the call this morning, I, I didn't expect you in. He's lobster fishing. He was lobster fishing. Yeah, he was catching his buddies. Okay, this is his. You know, because he's an earthworm, and lobsters <laughs> are above earthworms. So yeah. But anyway anyway, uh, Andrew, g- give me some love here, Tommy. What's going on?
0: Yeah, definitely. So the freshwater is going off again this week. A lot of trout have been caught. A lot of different places. Uh, big fish for the week uh, was definitely at Santa and River Lake. Uh, one angler caught a trout over 14 pounds. Uh, he was fishing over there by Levitt's Corner um, on a hookup bait uh, in the Shad Uh He was uh, he got this fish in, brought it to the scale, took some pictures, weighed it, and it turns out this fish is his new personal best. Um, so that's kind of some exciting stuff There's Some big fish they're putting in. Uh, they actually put in a couple bigger ones, uh, than this, but they're still swimming around. They've been in there since last week, uh, with the big fish and, and nobody's caught them yet. And if they have, they lost them, but nobody's brought them to the scale. And no, you know, so there's some exciting stuff going on in Santa River Lakes. They're stopping, uh, every week, uh, every Thursday, uh, with a full truckload of a uh, Mount Last Trout. Um, also, uh, this week, uh, tilapia started biting very good at uh, at Santa and River Lakes uh, there's a couple guys fishing in Chris's Pond and uh, they were using jigs, they kept getting short bit um, so they switched over to a, a bobber and a nightcrawler or an earthworm mm-hmm. and, uh, <laughs> and they uh, they got over, I believe it was over 15 tilapia um, and these things are like in the two, 2 pound range, even there's a few in the 3 pound range so they're big fish in there, um, you know, so it's kind of cool to see other fish being caught, uh, not just caught at San Andre River Lake. Um, let's see from there, uh, Orange County, uh, some of the Orange County lakes, uh, now or had their opener, um, like Carbon Canyon, uh, Regional Park, uh, they stocked, uh, this week. Laguna Niguel Regional Park, they also stocked, uh, Irvine Lake, uh, this was their trout opener, uh, this weekend. Um, they also stopped. Um Another thing, Irvine, uh, they actually announced uh, first time in three years that they would be having a Trout Derby. Uh, this Trout Derby um, is going to be December 17th on a Saturday. Uh, you can register at 5 a.m. Uh, there Saturday. It's still $5 an entire carload. So if you have a van with 10, 12 people in it. It's still going to cost you 5 bucks um, to get in, but it's still walking only, uh, shore fishing only. Um, so the derby, uh, it, it's free. It's a free derby. Uh, it's for family, everybody. Um, just go there, sign in, and, and you know, go catch some fish and get a land. They're going to have uh, food trucks, uh, blind bogey drawings, uh, and then uh, probably some cats and some other prizes. Um, the uh, this should be a good event, um, but again, it's been a lot of years since they had a, a, a official trout derby at Irvine, so that's pretty cool to see. You know, something new trying to bring back uh, different things there at the lake. Um, uh, other than that, uh, Irvine Lake, uh, they've been getting uh, some catfish in the heavier cover. Not too many, not too many anglers fishing there. Um, I know a popular technique if you're going to target the catfish. Use the heavier line, uh, typically like a braided line, because fr- from the stuff they're them you don't want to get you know, snagged back in there. But it's it's doing pretty good there at Irvine. Uh, now from there, let's see, uh, you got Miles Square Park, which is going to be stocking uh, December fifth, so it's going to be this week. Uh, Miles Square is going to have their official opener, and then uh, a couple other lakes in Orange County as well, um, and then uh, so from there. Tony's probably here. That's probably why he's not on the show. But we're going to go over to Mountain Lakes. Um, Mountain Lakes, uh, they've been stocking 1,000 pounds every week. So every Thursday, the truck comes in from Jess Ranch. Uh, they split it up, 500 pounds in each lake. And I was actually here yesterday in the morning. Um, the fish it's wide open. If, if you're using the right combination of things, you're going to catch them. Um, I did see a couple guys that, you know, they were token power baits. They caught maybe one or two, but typically the guys that were throwing, you know, anything white in the grid, uh, either white minnows, white worms, um, anything like that were getting picked up pretty good. Uh, the majority of the fish are smaller. Uh, they're still stopping that 12 inch to 14 inch trout, um, but they are putting a handful of better fish in from the four to six pound range. I did see one yesterday caught that was about four pounds, uh, but I know they have some bigger ones in there. Um, popular method that I was using um, was just throwing a hookup bait. Dip mm-hmm. it in the bite off, throw it out as far as you can, give it a little jerk side to side so it's using that back-and-forth action, and it's getting picked up. I mean, if you've seen the pictures, some of the trout looked like they were half the size of the hookup bait, but they were still eating it, and it, you know, it was a fun thing that I was just there. <clears throat> So from there, uh, you have a... Uh, uh, the Kukumas Blasti, Glen Helen, Yutipa, which are the San Bernardino Regional Parks, uh, they're stocking weekly now uh, with 630 pounds of trout. Um, the guys have been going here, same method, kind of at the other lakes, uh, jigging pretty much. The day after the stock is in another number one method, and then you know the guys cooking bait mouse tails uh, with a longer leader, about a foot and a half to two foot. Uh, they're getting them as well. Uh, No, hold on a second.
3: Since you're talking about uh, setups, you you have anything you want to add, Ben? Because I know you like to trout fish a lot, too. I mean, what what would you be doing in some of these lakes, these uh, park lakes, et cetera? How would you fish them? Same
1: way that Andrew's doing it, fishing with jigs. Cover as much territory as you can and see if you could find the fish and see what they want to bite.
3: Instead of the uh, bait and weight?
1: Well, I'm not a bait and waiter.
3: Yeah, me neither. Okay, and so I imagine two-pound test, right?
1: yeah i guess i mean you guys gotta remember i don't spend that whole bunch of time in the like park park parks fishing so i hear it's two pound test two pound test but if you use four pound floral here's the key with any type of fishing eat whatever they're gonna bite so fish whatever they're gonna bite so point is if they're gonna eat four pound or they're gonna eat six pound whatever fish it you know what i mean because Mm -hmm. you never know but with some of the parks, he's saying that a lot of fish are smaller fish, I'd use two pound for sure.
3: All right. Okay, fluorocarbon or mono, does it make a difference?
1: Well triple X, Iser Line Triple X is really strong stuff, so you could use that and and I, I like the color of it too. It works good. But if I'm fishing up above I, I fish a lot of floral. All
3: right everybody, hang on tight. This is Raiders Radio AM eight thirty K L A. This is Angler Chronicles and we'll be right back. silver and black play here on
7: AMA 30 KLA. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA eyewear. They are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burn
6: Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh, local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. I'm JC Butler, forward.
5: I'm UI Troll Center. Tonight we take on Fresno State. Pre-game at 545, tip-off at 6 p.m.
3: Welcome back, everybody. You're on Raiders Radio, and this is... Is this you, Ben? Iron Man. You look like an Iron Man. I've seen you throw iron. See? Yeah. It works. It works. Yeah. Alright, this is Raiders Radio, AMA 30 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles, and as we went to break, we were talking to Andrew about um, all the good fishing that's happening in Southern California. There's a lot of trout fishing, and um, I think we go on and on and on about all the lakes that have been stocked and, and, and what's going on, but I think the better service that we can offer people, I think Ben and Andrew is is how to fish these things. But
1: there's some, like, Andrew didn't mention one that's been a sleeper lately. and Which and one? It's Silverwood.
3: Oh, well, wait a minute. You got, you got one on Silverwood, Andrew?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah we're, al- we're almost Silverwood.
3: See? Okay. there. Go ahead.
0: Yep. So uh, from there, from the regional part uh, Hesperia Lake uh, pretty much on the backside of Silverwood, Hesperia Lake up there uh, they've been stocking a 1,000 pounds weekly. Uh, this week, they came in a little bit heavier with 1,500 pounds of fish. Now, these are coming from Mount Lassen. So, Mount Lassen has bigger fish available, mm-hmm. and there's been multiple double digits caught. Um, this, this week, uh, uh, on Thursday, uh, one guy had a 12-pounder. Nice. Um, a really nice fish. Uh, he was uh, jigging down there by the drains. Um, so, that's been some good fishing up there. Um, now we're going to go to Silverwood. Uh, Ben's right. Silverwood has been doing very well. Uh, They've had multiple stocks, uh, trout stocks, in the past couple weeks. Um, It's been every two weeks or so they've been throwing them in on a Monday. And typically they're putting in more than 1,000 pounds of fish from the state. And these are all 1- to 2-pound trout, which are getting the stripers really active. Uh, Guys that are coming up the day after the stock, uh, even fishing that night, they're using the big swim baits either throwing huds uh they're either throwing uh, um, big depths um, whatever it may be the important thing about striper fishing is cover your ground and keep casting because it could take a thousand casts and when you hook that 20 pounder you'll forget about 999 of those casts because the one have is the one have
3: you out. ever thrown a Sala 7x at a striper <laughs> uh, you
1: know what? I know guys that have actually caught fish.
3: I was taken by our on, dear friend uh, surface iron. Mark Agashi. Yeah. He goes, you got to go. And I go, I don't know anything. But I went to DVL. We went, he, had a, he had his boat there. We went on there. And it was a boiling fish, just like you'd see tuna or yellowtail. And he says, just treat them like a yellowtail. Well, I don't know. They they pull pretty hard. <laughs> they pull pretty hard, and it wasn't a. We were using surface iron. Uh, he's, crazy. he's a wealth of knowledge, and that's mm-hmm.
1: one thing that we always talk about, and I think we always have talked about is that when you get around people that and they start talking, and it's the right stuff. It's the best thing is to be quiet because there's so much to learn. And with Mark Hiragashi, he teaches me something new every year. Mm-hmm. Especially with this whole quest on the Big Browns and doing that stuff that I've been doing. There's a whole group of those guys, Frank, him, a lot. Of, you know, there's Polly. They're really tight-lipped, and if they talk,
3: you listen. You listen, yeah. Okay, yeah, absolutely. All right, Andrew. So uh, you went up to Silverwood. Give me a Big Bear report.
0: Um, yeah. So Big Bear, uh, Big Bear, the trout are um, they're still biting very good. Um, they're not having any boats on the water uh, because it is their wintertime schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the guys are fishing from the shore. Uh, they're getting them on the longer leaders over there by the dam area, over there by the red house. Um, uh, soaking power bait, mouse tails. Uh, not too many people trying jigs, uh, just because these fish are have been a little farther out, kind of out of the range. Mm-hmm. Um, but typically, soaking bait with a longer leader. You're getting them uh, two pound test, uh, either chartreuse or rainbow color power bait. Um, if you're using a mouse tail, uh, orange with the white with the white head, uh, chartreuse color. Um, and if you're using night crawlers, inflate them, you know, dip them in the bite on, cast them out, and and, and wait. They've all been healthy fish, perfect fins. You can tell they've been in there for a while. Um, Big bears been been doing actually very well uh, for the for the anglers that don't mind being freezing because you know it is in the in the high twenties, low thirties
3: up there. So yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Um these no, fish like it. that. Yeah. They, the they last
1: week up at Sierras was snowing on me and those the, it was cold and there was guys that fished another two weeks past where I was out, and there fishing in like one to five degree weather. Hmm. I couldn't do that personally, but it was cold enough just fishing in the twenties and the thirties.
3: Yeah. Now that's kinda cold. All right. So uh all right. So bottom line if, uh, Andrew, and I'll, I'll give it to you, and then we can, can talk with Ben as well. If you're going to do this typical lake fishing, say from, well, we'll leave Big Bear separately, but all the lakes here locally, what, will, what are you going to take with you? In other words, what tackle are you going to use?
0: Uh, well, typically I'm going to base it off what day I'm fishing. So it, it all depends on when they stock. Let's just say, you know, they stock on a Thursday. I go to fish Friday, the first chance to get them. I'm going to focus just on jigs, um, typically a 132 to a 116 bounce, because those fish, they're not going to be in the deep water yet. They're going to be in the shallower areas. So you'll be able to cast just perfect distance to where you'll be in the zone the whole time. Um, definitely bring, uh, you know, yellow-white, bring your white jigs, bring minnows, bring uh, any kind of white worms, um, two-pound pests, a uh, couple cases of bite on, and of course, bring a big net because you never know when you're going to need it.
3: Yeah, exactly. And uh, two pound test for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Bite on for sure. Okay. Anything else that uh, you say, I got to have this. I, I like the. Here, here's the thing I, I have to be throwing things. This is why I don't fish a lot of trout. I can't do the bait and wait. Um, I've got to be throwing stuff. I get bored. Okay, so um, I like, you know, like the um, Thomas Boyance, uh, that kind of stuff. So, I, I feather. Think,
1: I think the jigs, I think the jigs, like are, the jigs? are really pr- pretty much the key. Like, Thomas Boyance are excellent, like frog patterns up at Pyramid and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's pretty weird because when I grew up, flatfish was a big deal. And flatfish is a super popular thing up on Pyramid. But for the local lakes here if you don't like fishing bait because i think what andrew's saying if you enjoy just to sit enjoy the outdoors and sit in one place it's great um and you're going to catch fish but if you fish jigs a lot of times for me i don't know i haven't talked to you in a while andrew but i've actually spent a lot more time having custom rods built that pertain to length so they're longer so i can throw a 16th or an eighth i don't fish 130 seconds that much but what i try to do is i've got these longer rods and they're they're not eight foot they're probably seven ten maybe and they have enough tip where i can work a hookup bait or i can work a hair jig but i can also once i get bit i can set the hook and go through that tip right into something that drives the hook and so there's a lot of really there's so much more to fishing a jig than grabbing a spinning reel with some line on and going i mean i mean you want to fish smaller smaller diameter lines so that w- better casting the other thing i'll tell you that i learned huge up this year was um hooking some decent fish on on like jerk baits and breaking them off and not knowing that i should be tying an rp knot with everything that i'm using that's smaller diameters versus tying a double uni or some of the other knots that are out there because um the knots some of the knots with the fish and light line wear on each other really quick, and when you pull on a bigger fish, they'll break off. Hmm. And that's okay. happened to me a couple times.
3: All right. I would, I, I all those, when we go fishing for uh, for trout, I just put all, I know this is expensive, all fluorocarbon. I just load the whole reel yeah. with fluorocarbon. No, carbon.
1: but that, that, that's the deal is, is that's great. but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you, a braid but casts better than fluorocarbon sure does. does. And the other thing about the braid is, four carrier braid versus eight carrier braid the four carrier braid casts very very rough compared to like fish in eight or twelve and it's more expensive but remember braid will last for a while and like he what were you just saying you know mac you were saying the distance of the cast i was fishing with someone this year up above we were fishing mary and he would get 10 feet further with that freaking jig and i was about ready to punch him because it was like it was like he'd catch three i'd catch one he'd catch two i might catch one you know and it was all about the distance of the cast so a long rod get a reel that has a, a gear ratio of like high fives low sixes you know because when you use i think the key thing to say here is that when you use a 16th size jig you can keep it in the strike zone longer and people are like i don't get it and i go the heavier the jig if you can cast whatever you can cast like you cast an eighth really far but you can't really keep it in the strike zone so when when mac's talking about the fish going deeper you can fish an eighth you're going to get the depth on it but when the fish are up top the distance they cast and being able to keep it in the strike zone with the slower retrieve and a little bit longer rod, you're going to catch more fish, and it's going to be more enjoyable.
3: There you go. Andrew, you want to add anything to that?
1: Uh, no, I mean, good. I agree with ben. that. That was I a mean... very
3: good answer. No, because that was pretty good. No, no, it no, was, no, Andrew's it
1: was, got his own thing, but again... But it was,
3: what, what you did was give a complete answer, and uh, guys, pay attention to that, because this is the difference between... You know, going out there on the shore, having a good time, but not catching a lot of fish, or going out there and just slaying them. And the little little secrets, little tips, they help. And so I hope okay, everybody's so listening. So here's,
1: here's another little secret, little tip, okay? So, and I'm not going to say this once, but there are some braids out there, and people go, oh my God, they're 35 bucks for a spool, and the spool's 120 yards. When you look at it, and I'm trying to think of the I'm trying to think of the name, and Andrew will probably come up with it. But there's high, there's high visibilities. There's like yellow and uh, yellow and green and whatever. But the gig about it is, it's way thinner, and it still holds. It will be six pound or eight pound. The castability on it is amazing. And if you're fi- fighting fish and there's not a whole bunch of cover around. The key to catch more trout in these parks is to be able to cast where other people can't. All cast. right, so
3: so let me see if I take this because I'm not a trout fisherman. Uh, so you, what you guys recommend is Spectra versus all floral or all line because it casts better. In addition to that, some Spectras are better to cast than others.
1: And you know what you I'm talking about um, Angie. There's one out there. I pay like 35 bucks for a spool of it, and I don't usually don't pay for Spectra, but I'll buy this stuff. And it's um, same thing. The same company that Bill Seaman tells working with. I can't remember the name of the line, but it's, it's, I mean,
0: it's it starts with a P, right? Uh, could. Huh. But
1: I have it on all my spinning rods and reels. After Frank showed me, it taught me a lesson up there, I started using that stuff, and now I, I play on a, a like an even playing field. If you, you get what I mean. But again, mm-hmm. the other thing is. Hookup baits work. All, there's all a bunch of different jigs that work, but you know what? There's other things that work too. So Andrew was talking about minnows. There's a bunch of small minnows on the market. You know, one of the guys that's making a big push right now is Bass Tricks. Mm-hmm. He has some great trout baits on on the deal. You just got to get out there and you got to look and see what you want to try. But don't think that you're going to know if a bait catches fish or not by fishing it for five minutes. You got to fish it for. An hour. And well, and then you, you got to learn it.
3: the technique. Every every um, style of um, bait or jig, whatever you, you want to use, has a certain technique.
1: Well, well, when you say technique, to me, technique is cadence, right? There's a cadence that you're going to do, and how fast you're going to wind it. Exactly. So how you going to work and, it back and, in? And, exactly. And, and everybody's like, ah, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that, and. and you know what? Sometimes you come into things you're, that you don't even expect, and you're, you and I've had it saltwater fishing, and you're like, how are you getting bit? You know, and I, I go, was just I, looking I, at the I, Bay I of know. LA
3: thing, you know? and, and I make a mention of that. I mean, we're out there. Who would have thought yellow would have been a color for a, for a stick bait? The best color. The best color. And then, you know, you bring it in as slow as you could possibly do it, which that means doesn't yeah, give it much action, it, and it, you had it, to stop it.
1: You're jerking it, and it stops, and just get when when you and it's harder for us to stop and keep it stopped, and the fish is harder for them to watch it. And what, the longer you keep it, boom, you get these bites. But I mean, one after the other, you know. But I, I guess the other thing I want to bring up real quick is that I mean, there's lots of different spinning reels out there. There's Shimano's, there's Daiwa's. We don't make them inaccurate, but the other thing is, remember what I'm telling you. Don't get a seven to one. Don't get a. Just try to get as, as slow retrieve as you can. And Andrew, you go over the rods that a fishing syndicate makes.
3: The Green mm-hmm. Monster. Yeah, definitely, yeah, uh, definitely.
1: the green.
0: Oh. Well,
3: well, hold on to that thought, uh, Andrew. We're going to take a short break here. This is Raiders Radio, AM eight thirty, KLAA. Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back.
6: Tears won't work this time. If I second guess intuition.
4: Ringo. AM
7: 830.
5: Photograph and release.
0: Angels Radio,
9: AMA
3: 30. Welcome back, everybody, dear Angels Radio, excuse me, Angels Raiders Radio, AMA 30, KLAA, and we're going to take a short break here. You like that. You like your Pennywise, That's huh? That's Pennywise. Yeah, okay. It's a revolution, so let's just go, and we're going to revolutionize this a little bit. Uh, Andrew, I'm going to put you on hold on the freshwater because we've got none other than Mr. Steve Phelps from Long Beach Sport Fishing. Good morning, Steve.
9: Hey, good morning, guys.
3: How's everyone doing? Good,
9: good, good. How are you doing? Good, good. Thanks, guys. Um, let's start out with the El Dorado. Uh, Captain TJ's holiday special, the buy one, get mm-hmm. one, started off excellent. Uh, sack limits have been the rule, guys. San Nicolas Island, big jumbo quality rockfish, lean cod, sheephead. It's been it's been really, really good, guys. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's buy one, get one during the week for any overnight trip on the El Dorado. We have room all next week, guys. Uh, the way it works is you pre-purchase your ticket online when you're checking in the evening of the trip. We will hand you a free overnight pass for next year. So it's been really good fishing, guys. And we do have spots available fishing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. As of now, these trips are selling out, guys. So you might want to jump in and go fishing with Captain TJ and go load your freezer before the closure. Yeah, and uh,
3: along those lines, let me just remind everybody, we have a trip on the El Dorado overnight on December 28th. We leave the 28th, fish the 29th. So, right in between Christmas and New Year's, uh, leave Wednesday night, fish Thursday the 29th. That'll surely go to Nicholas, and we're going to load up, come back, load up for the freezer because after that, We're pretty much done until like April, I think. So, um, make sure that if you want to come out with us, there'll be Angler Chronicles slash Fishers of Men. We're gonna donate that trip for proceeds to buy shoes for the kids down south. Okay, so that's an El Dorado trip. If you're interested, go to our website anglerchronicles.com. Go to the AC Schools. Scroll down that list. Give you all the information. Okay, so yeah, yeah, the El Dorado is going to Nick. I mean that's just classic. This is, that's what we used to do in the old days, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, is,
1: and you know what, the best part about that was just the variety of fish because there's lings, there's all different stuff there. to, And,
3: and it's it, shallower you, water. And,
1: and sometimes, guess what runs through there? The big yellows. You never know what's going to happen. sea bass yeah. we caught
3: out of there, a lot of nice halibut as well. So, what? And then the other thing is I see the victory. The victory went out and, you know, limit style fishing. Okay, so... Uh, people think it's over. It's not over yet. It's just transitional. Okay, and we'll talk more in the second hour about that. So, Steve, you got
9: um, some great trips lined up, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, we have the El Dorado and the Victory, I would like to mention. Um, Yes, the Victory, also Captain Fire and Captain George. It's been limit-style fishing local, too, guys. Um, The plan's been going out in the deeper water. He's not fishing the 600-foot stuff like he has been. He's been able to go out and limit on 300 foot or so um of the you know nice quality chilies reds grouper and then they've been heading inside and finishing off their sack limits with uh, actually these, these uh, white fish this year local have been quality fish they've been a lot bigger than they were the last couple of years um maybe 15 to 20 sheep had also a trip so it's been Oof. good fishing guys and i also like to mention the victory is until the end of the year running a weekday special uh, it's only $65 when you prepay to the website, guys. So now it's time to go fill, fill your freezers, either on the Eldorado or the Victory.
3: Very good. All right, along those, anything else fishing-wise? I want to mention something about the Victory. No, that's it. Okay. That's it. Good so, so the Victory has a toy drive, and I want to bring attention to this, okay? Uh, December 1st through the 20th, uh, Phil primarily is is doing this, and they're helping the children at Bethany Manor Development and Learning Center. Okay, so right now you just bring uh, a brand new unwrapped toy. You drop it off there at the um, at, at the office, okay? Um, and let's let's help out. These are these are kids that need to help. I, when I saw this post, touched my heart. Okay, because we love doing this stuff. Just give away, give away, give away because there is a need. And these kids, um, you can bring them some joy uh, during the holiday season. So, kudos to Phil, kudos to George, the entire Long Beach Sport Fishing uh, group, because this is good. So, it's a toy drive between one uh, December first and the twentieth. Just drop off a um, a a toy, a brand new unwrapped toy. Okay, so I, I. want to bring attention to that because i love that stuff you know like you know i buy you toys ben all the no, time No,
1: don't get, don't, i'm serious that <laughs> uh, what you're doing for christmas that's killer my friend sean does the same thing he does bikes i don't know how he pulls it off but he'll get a 100 bikes before christmas and give them out to people to the kids wow. it's all little it. bikes but i mean he's a he has a studio called um t-zone down in costa mesa mm-hmm. every year gets like a hundred bikes through people that he knows or whatever, and make sure that they're spread out through the community.
3: You, uh, the one thing I've said is the U.S. is a very generous country. Yeah. We are very, very generous, and, and I hope everybody remembers that, uh, especially for the kids. You know, if we, we go without a, something, that's fine, but not the kids always want to make sure the kids have a great upbringing and the best that we could possibly do. The toys will be distributed to the children at the annual Christmas party uh, that's on December 22nd. So make sure you get this unwrapped toy to Long Beach Sport Fishing by the 20th. What's the address at
9: um, at the landing there? We are at 555 Pico Avenue, uh, Long Beach, guys, uh, 90802.
3: Okay, you know, and I'm going to see if we can do something along those lines as well. Okay, well, Steve, um, is there anything else that uh, you'd like to say?
9: No, that's it. Uh, hopefully, everyone has a great day. Um, if you would like to book any of our trips, it's longbeachsportfishing.com or give us a call, 562 432 8993.
3: Well, you know, you couldn't go without this. <laughs> Oh, All right, yo, VIP. That's out other Mister Steve Phelps, Long Beach Sport Fishing. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. All right, I love it. Yeah, this is this is. He's got his own theme song. It's good. It's good. You don't like it? I got themes theme song did, for Did you, you
1: uh, Did you like eat some cornbread last night? Because that's pretty corny.
3: Everybody has okay. a theme song. <laughs> Do you think it's corny? Andrew. Nope. You want to hear his? I've got here. Yeah. This is Andrews. You don't like it? Come on, let's talk about It's vision. Wolf Totem. Come on. No love. I'm I thought, sorry. you
1: know what? I thought Andrews would be that theme song from Deliverance.
3: <laughs> anyway. All right. So let's let's get back to it. So um Southern California, I think, is very unique. We can get trout, catfish, bass. Um, you just got like you said, you guys gotta learn how to but fish you, it, it and 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 learn every outing is different.
1: No, but you know what? If you if you pay attention, the fish will teach you. And as they teach you, then it's pliable to every place you go. But here's something that andrew never talks about and here's something that a lot of people have questions about like i fish a lot in different places but i let everything go because i don't want to you know i'm not a big trout eater i'll eat some salmon here and there Mm -hmm. but Andrew, how do you prepare your trout, and how do you cook your trout? Because you have to be eating trout all the time. i got a limit here, and i got a limit there, and I know these things you guys don't release them because some of those lakes don't want you to release the best right. fish back into them. So do you fry them up? What do you do to for them? How do you prepare them? Um, definitely, definitely. That's a great question. Um, so what I do is just typical with trout.
0: You gut it, you cut the head off, um, take the scales off. And then you lay out, um, lay out a sheet of foil, and then what I'll do is I'll actually cut uh, uh, chunks of butter, uh, put it on the inside, uh, a little piece of the lemon in there, um, sprinkle it with brown sugar, uh, use pancake syrup, sprinkle pancake syrup all the way around the fish, um, and then uh, wrap it up in, in this foil uh, back and forth, and then cook it on each side for eight minutes, um, either on the barbecue um, or the stove, but typically the barbecue is better. Um, once eight minutes from there, then you will start seeing, uh, you know, you'll hear the boiling or the boil of the butter inside, and all that. And then uh, uh, to check it, open up the foil, unravel it, and then when you see, you know, the the skin, I'm sorry, the the meat that falls right off the bone, it's ready to eat, and it comes out delicious.
3: Yeah, like it's very that. flaky. Yeah, you know, I've had trout, and it's uh, not bad, not bad. Okay, and um, it's, you know, I'm not a big fish eater. Fish eater. People know that, uh, yeah. But uh, you laugh, you laugh. I, I had fish. Oh, Andrew,
1: I got some some to say, but I ain't gonna say it.
3: Good man, good man. <laughs> Restrict yourself. All right, but no, um, that, that's. I like that you brought that up because, you know, as fishermen, and when you guys see some of our newer episodes, you'll see that, you know, we always say. Keep what you're gonna eat, but release yeah. the rest. I, I so mean, now I just, you're gonna eat them. Yeah. How are you gonna prepare them to make it think, a good experience? I would
1: think that you figure that out before you even go. Half the time, Mike Blues are he's he's on here somehow. Uh-huh. What's he um, saying? I don't know. Then throw it away and get a burger. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that was your friend Mike Blue saying that. Yeah. No, but,
3: um, yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's very important. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll do this. On Friends of Angler Chronicles on the Facebook page, okay, that group page, wanna, if you got a good recipe for trout um, or catfish, let's add the catfish in there, put it up. Okay? Put it up. All right, listen, we're going to take, uh, God, one hour. Gone. Uh...
1: Hey, Andrew, you do a good job. Uh, yeah. We appreciate that. And this that's something to consider now for whenever you're going to go fishing for whatever.
3: How you going to do it? How are you going to do, do it? All right, everybody, hang on tight. Raiders Radio, AMA 30, KLA. we are be right back.
6: Turned cartwheels across the floor.
2: back to our number 2 with more fishing, more hunting and more adventures on Angler Chronicles.
3: Welcome back everybody on Raiders Radio AM 30 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles and when you hear this, you know it's the sheriff, it's the sheriff himself. Not a lot of baseball going on but there's a lot of soccer going on which actually is football, okay, because, hey, football, you know, what you play here is with your hands, and football should be played with your feet. Anyway, without further ado, the sheriff himself, Mr. Danny Jackson. Good morning, sir. Sergio
4: and uh, Ben C. Chris Ben, it's always good to hear you on the show. I've got to say that always appreciate it when you're there by the microphone see somebody appreciate um, you
1: thanks danny <laughs> well
4: I, I always do i always do a L- lot of respect for ben. ben ben is one of those good guys in the industry who has literally done it all i mean all but um i don't know if andrew or jonathan Oliver Skinner still there listening but good morning to those those fellas as well um Anyway, you know what I'd like to do here, Sergio. You know, the, well, first of all, you mentioned soccer. You know, this is this is when I kind of get into this soccer. I don't, I don't. Quite honestly, I don't understand you know all the rules of the game like you do, Sergio. You've been in, in it all your life, mm-hmm. but uh, I wa- I watch it this time of year. I've been watching the USA. I've been watching. Argentina.
3: Really well, actually, to today Argentina. is a big day because now we're, we're yeah. done with the group series. Now, as you win, you go forward, you lose, you go home. Uh, it's yeah. one game at a time. At 7 o'clock, you got the U.S. is playing Holland. And then at 11 o'clock, Argentina is going to play Australia. And if by chance the U.S. wins, Argentina wins, they will play each other after that. At that point, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be fighting myself but because uh, <laughs> I'm rooting for both of them. But anyway, um, yeah, just guys, just keep this. The, the, the numbers have been coming out. Two-thirds of the world's population is tuned in. There is no sport, no yeah. event that even comes close. Two thirds of the world's population is tuned into the World Cup.
1: It's always been that way, oh, though. Yeah.
3: yeah, but this time they they're able to track it. And uh, but think about two thirds yeah. of the world's population. So when when here in America we go ah we don't like soccer and everybody frowns on it because they don't understand it.
1: I think I think. Um I think people are getting more um, accustomed to it, and I think the awareness factor is huge now. It's just that versus, like, football, soccer, there's a lot of actors that come out of soccer that could go into
3: show business. Mm -hmm.
1: Football, did you see the guy that got hit, the quarterback got hit for Utah yesterday Uh by one of the USC uh, linemen?
3: How bad was he? Uh. Messed him up.
1: But you don't see the you you do. Well, we see we have stuff pretty like boys that, like that. and you do all see those stuff guys. like that in soccer. I should I should take that back because in soccer you do see some guys some collide
3: there. and it's brutal. When the two heads come together it can be yep. pretty bad. Especially yep. in these two. All right. Well anyway, so everybody just pay attention. Seven o'clock, I'm rooting for the US. I'm rooting obviously for Argentina and hopefully uh hopefully say hello
1: to the twins. The twins are listening.
3: Oh oh hey, uh, good morning, Dave and Doug. All right, Danny, um, yes, sir. what's going on? Well, let's talk about television. Let's
4: talk about high-definition Angler Chronicles television on Valley Sports West because we have a brand-new episode for everyone tomorrow, 8.30 tomorrow morning, from the Hotel Palmas de Cortez. It is our ladies-only fishing tournament. Angler Angels is the name of our team. Not to be confused with Charlie's Angels. These are angels. Sergio's angels. angels. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I bought Sergio's (laughs) angels. They're all midgets. And, and, uh, right. Well, that's true. You know, you got Rhonda, of course, our chief fishing officer, heading it all up, and our good friends, excuse me, Donna, Michelle, and and
3: Lisa, of course. Mm -hmm.
4: And, you know, they they catch a lot of fish in, uh... And and the right time, you know, know strike marlin,
3: So here's the things to watch during this episode. Day one for them during tournament. I was not a. I did not get on the boat. It was just John because I, you know, I didn't want to get in the way. It's a ladies' tournament. I was not allowed to participate. I took Rhonda out the first day. We went out. We pre You'll see. We had a great time. In fact, caught beautiful uh, marlin on the uh, Accurate 800. Okay, narrow, that was sweet. Okay, and the um, the heavy on the fishing syndicate, 800 heavy, beautiful. And so I took her out, we, we got that, she got her wahoo, got tuned in. The next day, the girls went out to pre-fish, and then the tournament on. tournament Day one of the tournament had pretty nice weather. Day two, not so much. So I go, watch the episode, and you will see. That these girls, I mean, they ha- they they hung in there, they hung in there, and uh, they had a pretty good showing. They they came in the middle of the pack. Um, it's good stuff. It's really really good stuff.
4: Yeah, it really is. And you know, they get the the variety that's indigenous there to East Cape. Besides the striped marlin, wahoo, dorado, uh, yellowfin tuna, uh, it, it just, uh, it's just uh, it's a lot of Binrod action, and everybody has fun. I. What impressed me was how all the, the the ladies teams and everybody gets along and they support each other and and it, it's just a great episode cover to cover. I was glad to be a part of it, uh, Sergio. Yeah.
2: Well, let's
4: talk about tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about tomorrow. And then I got one other thing to say real quick about uh, Christmas Day. Tomorrow, uh, December fourth, eight thirty tomorrow morning, on Bally Sports West, we will have the premiere of the ladies only fishing tournament. From uh, Hotel Palmas de Cortez. So that's a great one. At eight, uh, 8 o'clock, you'll have one last look at Salmon Falls and Ketchikan. Now, I wanted, I wanted to say, you know, I just received um, the Bay of LA uh, episode that you guys shot. Ben was on that trip. My plan is to air that on December 25th. You know, the whole Christmas week it'll be airing. And that's a great episode, you know, that Oregon Martinez put together for you guys, Baja fishing convoys, and uh, Ben, you know, I the variety of fish and quality fish, you know, I, I've, I've fished there in that area uh, before, and uh, caught Cabrilla, actually a little bit north of there, smaller ones, a lot of them are smaller ones, the Cabrilla, and the Gulf, the Gulf Group, <laughs> my gosh, you guys uh, really did a number on them, and of course, the Yellowtail, and, and the big, uh, Oh, they call lots of different things. well, let me go out. Let them. me go out
3: on a limb here, and I'll see what Ben says. Um, I, for me, honestly, I truly believe that Bay of Bile is the yellowtail capital of the world because I have never seen so many yellowtail yeah. and so many quality. The, and, and here's the thing: yellowtail for yellowtail, the same size yellowtail out here in the Pacific doesn't fight anywhere as hard oh, as Oh, those them. things are brutal. Those things, I don't know what it is, but uh. every fish, it, it, it multiplies. I mean, I, I'm, I'm we're pulling, pulling. I go, this is all there is? Uh. These things are just beasts.
1: No, but you know what? I mean, I'm going to throw something even past that. I mean, I'm very fortunate with my job to travel all over the place and fish everywhere. Mm-hmm. That is probably the best fishing to me, that's the best fishing on the West Coast, for sure, and it it ties two or three of the best places I've ever been in the world. Wow.
3: Guys, I hope you heard that, because Ben has been to a lot of places in the world, almost everywhere. All right? In fact, you just got back from Nova Scotia, just didn't mention a few, I mean, uh, you've been everywhere. No,
1: but, but but the point what, what Danny's bringing out, too, is that it's a it's a sleeper, All right, and it's not the easiest place in the world to get to. But if you want to test tackle and you want to test your endurance and you want to test, you know, basically how good you put things together and if you can stand up to something, those golf groupers. The sea bass there fought harder than anything I could even believe. Some We'd hook a sea bass and i go, it's got to be a 50 or 60 pounder. No. And it'd be like a 28, 30 pounder. And I was yeah. like, and and we're, we're testing tackle from... When I say small reels, big fish, we were small reels, big fishing until the problem is I got the drag, I got the line, but I can't get the first six feet. So I had to go up to 800, you know, fish heavier stuff. Then I went past that to a BX230. And I just remember looking at you going, I, 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 I can't get them. All. You could. We couldn't turn you it. Could not turn the fish. They would move so fast and so hard me, at the bottom. Danny,
3: Danny I'm, I'm on the 800 narrow. The 800 narrow is a is a big reel. So you have you know torque in there. Low speed, hundred pound braid, hundred pound top shot, and. You can't, oh, and by the way, drag full bore. I mean, you know, the captain came uh-huh. over and goes, let me see your drag. And I go, what? And he, I mean, he just bunted no, it down. No, he,
1: he, he would bury it. Joel, you know what? Joel came to mm. me and said, he goes, how big a leader is this? I go, I got 130 on there now. And he goes, you should have 200. 200. And I was just looking at him going, <laughs> dude, what are we doing here? You yeah. know, and the, the key to that whole fishery, starting low. And take let the fish come up and eat the bait. So Mm -hmm. normally you do one crank up off bottom. Do two or three (laughs) cranks up off the bottom so that he's the one that's trying to get down there. Because you'd
3: get stuck a lot. You needed some at least 16-ounce sinkers, um, primarily because you're using mackerel. You want to keep the mackerel down there.
1: No, but Johnny, I'm just thinking that John and Dan, uh, 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 these guys... That's probably the best episode I've ever done with you guys. Period. I More love efficient. just the variety. I love the way that these guys put it together. I mean, it's it's amazing. It's an amazing. Yeah. That was an amazing deal. Period.
3: It says we we. Yeah. We, uh, yeah go ahead. Go ahead, sir. Well, well we we started just ca- to say. Okay.
4: I don't want to. I you know that's I'm working on getting that one on the air December 25th from the Bay of LA. Well, let's don't take anything at all away from tomorrow's brand-new episode. The oh, good no. news is we've got a lot a lot of brand-new episodes coming up here, Sergio. And starting tomorrow, like I say, with the ladies-only fishing tournament. You know what the difference is? is?
3: The difference is this. In the ladies-only, we didn't get to fish. I didn't get a chance to. Well, that's fish.
1: surprising. You probably. You, well, I had my you, skirt ready, yeah, but I couldn't I do it.
3: So, in the Bay of La, we could. But I'll tell you, you're right. The the um, the ladies only turn tomorrow. It really is fun, and I would recommend this. To all the guys out there, get a team of your wives and your girlfriends. Put them all together. Take them over there. Put a team. Um, I believe it's happening July twenty second and twenty third of next year. Right? They already have dates. Go to the vanwarmerresorts.com, dot com um, Facebook uh, website and and get it get it going. It's not an expensive venture, and the girls have a blast. Uh, all the husbands were there. They were getting boats on their own, fishing on their own. On, they're separately, but the ladies cannot have any any guy fishing with them. So it's just, yeah, it's all good. All right okay so yeah
4: I did I did put the dates uh for ne- for 2023 in July in this episode so guys take a look at that and give that uh, you know for your wives or girlfriends whoever for, uh, friends uh, uh, the, the it's just amazing how they got along and how everybody had such a great time I mean they're well organized and as they always are there of course to the Van warmer uh, resort so Sergio with, with that I will see you guys later. Have a great week. All right, see thanks, ya. Danny.
3: All right, folks, that was Danny Jackson, producer of Angler Chronicles, with the latest. Uh, we're going to take a short break here. This is Raiders Radio, AM 830 KLA. We'll be right back.
6: For a moment, I can't wait Cause you are sober Lying and I can't get closer Tell me, should I let you go? Tell me should I let you go?
2: Cause you
9: said you're sober Angels Radio
0: AM 30
9: details. details.
6: angels radio
3: AM 830 welcome back everybody you're on Raiders radio AM 830 KLA and this is Angler Chronicles and uh, we were talking with Danny uh, we've, we've got a chance to fish a lot of great places this year and uh, Bay of Lay was definitely one. And we'll be talking more about that shortly because it's a great practice ground for anything that you want to fish, I think, because it gives you your fish bottom, your fish surface, in between. It's all good. But, Andrew, um, before we forget, you had a trip out last night, right? Yeah,
0: definitely. We, uh, we went out last night on a, a fishing lobster combo on the Triton. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're out in uh, L.A. Water Center. Um, so we headed to Catalina, um, and then uh, we loaded up on some good rockfish and whitefish, uh, and then uh, one guy actually caught a really big sheephead for Catalina. It was like seven and a half pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, we got the, uh, um, the lobster hoops in. Um, they use uh, salmon heads. So right. they filled all the salmon heads. Uh, we found the spot, and we threw the hoops in. Uh, we gave them an hour for the first soak. So as the sun went down, we let them soak for a full hour until it was completely dark. Um, and then our first pool with ten with ten hoops, uh, we had eighteen keepers and somewhere around sixty or seventy shorts, and which is really cool because the day before they went out, they had eighteen keepers for the entire night. We had it on our first pool. Second pool comes up, we're, we're somewhere around twenty six to twenty eight or so keepers, and then uh, our final pool, our third pool, uh, we ended with thirty four keepers, and I think it was somewhere around hundred and. 135 uh, shorts uh, for the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's cool is that our trip, uh, we thought for the boat record for this season, we had the most keeper lobsters uh, in one trip for ever since they started doing it on the opener. So right now we have the current record, I guess.
3: For okay. Most keepers on the- well, one of the things I, w- I do want to warn you, um, Erica, will find out about the refrigerator.
0: <laughs> she already saw it. <laughs> ah, okay, there you go. So he posted,
3: He he. he you know, Erica's in Texas, his wife. So he's using the refrigerator to store the lobster. Okay, and he's saying he doesn't know if you have it for breakfast H- or lunch. How
1: many people were on that boat? Uh, Well, we, we,
0: we limit our charters to 10 only. Mm-hmm. That way each has a hoop. Um, but one guy actually got sick that day. Um, so his two buddies came out. Um, so we only had nine guys uh, hooping.
3: That's perfect. So you got nine yeah. guys, well, came up with seven, 34. The limit's seven each, right? Yeah, I know. But, you know, it, it's Andrew. You can't expect him to get limits. Uh, wow, that's it's terrible. It's Andrew. Yeah, the only thing he limits <laughs> out on is my patience.
1: The, the one thing the one thing that, like, Andrew, I've done a huge amount of hooping in the past. So the one thing that people never, ever talk about, and you hit it, is salmon heads is the best Thing to use or Skipjack, mm-hmm. but salmon heads have always been the best. And I used to fish with one of my buddies. Okay, so, so the
3: one thing I don't, I can't believe he didn't do, is get a hold of Tony and gotten one of those sponge thingies. He had that lobster bait that he has.
1: Oh, that SpongeBob SquarePants. He lives down yeah,
3: there. Yeah, no. But if you, you take that in addition to the salmon head and you spray that on the salmon head? Okay, mm-hmm. they go crazy. The one question I want to ask you, Catalina, how deep were you uh, fishing?
1: Two fifty. Uh, we were we were pulling from
0: 120 to 180
3: feet okay. That's shallow That's shallow. we when we did our episode we had a, we did an episode we just limited out I was with uh, Chris Bona Mike Lane Scott petel uh Robert Wynn and Kyle uh, Masaki mm-hmm. I think it is we went out there in a 42 foot Freeman center console oh, wow. oh my god and we were but we had an electric Puller, so but you were deeper than that. We, know, we fished uh, about 175, 180, yeah. and we limited out. I mean, got one of the biggest rock crabs I've ever seen. Um, it's a we made a great episode out of it. Uh, we were back, god, we were back at the we left, I think, four o'clock in the afternoon. We were back at the dock at 10, 11. I mean, that thing that Freeman could just fly across. So um, Billy K, good. baby, Billy K. No, it wasn't his, it wasn't no, his. no, but yeah, that's yeah. he's got a Freeman, yeah, and it's a. Uh, it's a beautiful boat. But anyway, so um, you had a good time. We've done that trip yeah, in the past. We that, yeah, we've done that. I couldn't believe I the weather. It was
0: like a lake out there. I mean, there was there was hardly any swell. Mm-hmm. I would say the wind was maybe one mile an hour. And it, it, it reminded me of being at the lake, but I know it wasn't because we were loading up on the lobsters.
3: Yeah, uh, cockroaches. That's what they call them, the cockroaches of the... Oh, the ocean. They're so tasty. Yeah, Yeah, so tasty. So my recommendation, since you don't know if you should have it for breakfast or lunch, have both.
1: God, lobster omelet? Give me a Uh, break. Lobster omelet and then
3: lobster sandwich or lobster bisque if he's good enough. Uh Because, you know, see, now that's where you get with stuff that I do eat. I like lobster. I love shrimp. So just fish yeah orange tru yeah shut up don't, don't tell me to keep going keep going all right so anyway I would highly recommend though next time you go out uh, talk to Tony have him give you some of that bite on it's a liquid form that you actually spray on the on the head and the other thing it's it's like this uh, sponge type thing and it's full of liquid, and when it gets down there, it just lets the oil out nice and slow, leaves a great, great um, chum line, and these these uh, cockroaches come like crazy. So, all right, uh, Andrew, that 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 was good. That was good. Mm-hmm. So I just want to pose the following to both of you. Okay, it seems like it's slowing down. Is fishing slowing down? That's the question or are people just not They're fishing just not right now?
1: Fishing. They're still catching tuna.
3: That okay, that's where I wanted mm-hmm. to go with you. So, now,
1: here's another thing you were talking about earlier though, too. So, <clears throat> there's a lot of people that are going to get away from fishing right now and now they should be doing things where they should be thinking about next year. So, A lot of stuff that, you know, guys that want to, if guys really are into it and they're catching things, they're going to check their guides on their rods. They're going to take their reels to get serviced. Whatever it is, check your braid, check your line. This is the time to do it. But if you're not, you're going to continue to fish, which, you know, a lot of us are doing. I fished last weekend with Uncle Al. Smashed the calicos and sand bass on small flutter spoons. Right, so there's plenty, there's plenty of fishing available. You know how many people are out there? Like two other boats.
3: That's it. But people are. Man, man. Here's the thing: uh, people think that when the weather gets cold, it's done. No,
1: no, it gets no, good. It gets good. The trout gets, fishing gets even better. But. Tr- well,
3: everybody switches over to yeah. trout in the winter. Okay, yeah. but I'll be honest with you: the the winter months, and I would say December, January, February, even into March are usually the months that I catch the biggest sand bass and the biggest calico bass. Now, I'm not saying you catch more, okay, but you catch the bigger well,
1: ones. They're deeper, and a lot of times, you're gonna look at tides. You gotta really watch mm-hmm. your tides. You gotta hope that there's current, because if there's current, the fish will be sitting there with their face into the current, mm-hmm. so.
3: And then match the hatch on the bait, yeah. you know, just because you have, um, uh, you know, a squid, Live squid doesn't necessarily mean right here off the coast that they'll bite the no, live squid. They're
1: eating jigs, dude. Flutter spoons are yeah. eating at full
3: speed right now. What I like to do is take your heavier line, maybe like 30 or 40-pound test, reverse dropper loop. Put a mackerel on with some heavy weight. Put it in your rod holder. Put it on clicker. And watch. While you work all the other stuff, watch that. Because they will eat a mackerel like crazy. And that, if they eat the mackerel, it's now gonna be a much bigger fish. The little guys just nip at it. But if it starts taking drag, I mean uh, pulling the the line on the clicker, you'll, you'll get, it's a usually a bigger fish. I'm talking six, seven pound sand bass is not unheard of right here off our coast. The only thing I say is this, take care of them. When you get them up, be gentle with these fish, release them. Because they got to be seven pounds for a reason. So let them go out multiply. How you like that? How That's, you like amazing. That? That's yeah, amazing. You like it, you like it. Okay, but again, the fishing has not is not done. No, okay. I
1: mean some of the best fishing right now for large mouths
3: is going to be right now too. Mm-hmm. Well, you keep going to freshwater. I'm yeah. saying saltwater.
1: I know saltwater is great, but I'm telling you, there's a lot of good fish where, to be where, had everywhere.
3: Where's the tuna? Where, where, where have you heard about the tuna? The tuna
1: on the Tanner outside. They're way outside. And the guys that the thing that's been amazing to me is that um, like some of the perfect combos for those guys doing that right now. They're doing. They're still fishing the jig. So mm-hmm. they're fishing the jig at night and they're fishing the fish aren't that big so they're using like bx230s with line, four colors you know it's 100 feet of each color they're using a lot of like smaller reels which is fun and i did that on one of the trips where i used a bx230 with that whole thing and it makes your fishing so much more enjoyable because you're not toting around a big reel all the time
4: mm-hmm.
1: right but that's still happening guys are still talking about catching tunas, so Um, But for on the beach, I mean, like I said, Uncle Al's like out there with his buddies just smashing these things. There's a lot of fish biting right now. If you want to get in there and so get a, out there,
3: so, but the difference is this: if you don't have your own boat, then you you're gonna go on one of the party boats. Oh, you
1: could go with Benny Florentino, or you could go with Jimmy Decker, or you could go you, with Jerry can, Mayhew, or right. you know, get two or three of your buddies. These guys charge six hundred bucks for two hundred dollars a day. You can go out and have a hell of a time with these guys because they've got it wired. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, there's. These guys are out there, and they're, well, they love to fish. I mean, they're not doing it like they get paid to do it, but they love it as a job.
3: Yeah. Well, in fact, Rob, I'm hoping to have Jerry on the uh, show there closer to the holidays, so we'll bring him in here and you guys can talk about that because there are services that you can do. If if that doesn't work and you're and you go on a party boat right now on well, the party boat right now, it's primarily as we heard going to be rock fish. You're going to try to you know load up the freezer, which is not a bad yeah. idea. Okay, but
1: rock fishing though, it, right now would be a great time to take a to take a small reel like your favorite reel your bv300 mm-hmm. and put 20 pound braid on your bv300 and if you wanted to stack the braid you could actually you know put 20 pound if you don't fish you know if you don't feel comfortable fishing 20 pound put that half a spool of 20 pound or half a spool of 30 pound braid and then a small you know your small dropper loop setup or if you're jigging you want to use hookup baits whatever but the small reels right now is what you and I have had a ball on this time of the year.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not like we're fishing big stuff. I can no. remember we used to go out and fish bass stuff all the time and have a ball doing it.
3: That's it. That's it. All right, let's take a short break here. This is Raiders Radio, AM 830 KLA. We'll be right back.
5: This old and nothing really go away. you're driving me crazy. I need somebody to hear, somebody to know, somebody to have, somebody to hold. It's easy to say, but it's never the same. I
6: guess I kind of let like go way you know the pain, Now the day bleeds, into nightfall, and tonight you know fall. Angels Radio. AM 830.
3: Welcome back, everybody, on Raiders Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. Andrew, who's this? Uh, this is definitely the who?
1: B-52. Was that close? Oh, my God, it's the Beatles, Andrew. <laughs> What the heck's going yeah. on with you?
3: The reason I mention it, because you're an earthworm, they're the beetles, we talk about cockroaches, all the insects are out. But, but anyway, no, um, listen, yeah. So um, just a message to, our, to our, uh, our twins yes, we are brilliant and sexy. Okay, that's to the twins. Anyway, uh, what I want to do now is do this. We talk about there's still good fishing, but everybody tends to slow down in this time of the season. Boats are coming out uh, of the water; they're getting uh, reworked and you know retooled. Some boats are getting some new engines. I'm talking about party boats. So everything does slow down. This is a great time to get prepared for the 2023 season. Okay, and so. Um, what are the kind of things? Uh, what I want to talk about now is what kind of things we should be doing, okay, to be prepared. And there's really, I got a caller just called in here. I think would be very appropriate. So as soon as we can get Captain Rick Scott uh, tied are you are you there, Ricky? I'm right here. Good morning. How is everybody? Hi, Good right. morning. But you're are you in Montana? No. Still in Montana. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. One degree weather. But, so
1: this goes along exactly what we're talking about. We had our open Boy, house. Let me, let me wait, introduce wait. him
3: correctly. Okay? Okay. This is Captain Rick Scott of the Ocean Odyssey <laughs> right. out of H&M Landing. There you go. Okay. okay.
1: So we had an open house, which you were at. Uh huh. And the first thing Rick did to me was bring me a whole box of reels mm-hmm. that just needed to be serviced, tuned up for next season. He's already on it. Right. So he, he has a bunch of BX... He has original bosses, the B, the Boss Extremes, and he has all his stuff in, and it will be ready to go as soon as he's ready to hit the water.
3: So, Rick, you obviously are a proponent, because I see it every time where we go fishing in your seminars, uh, about having fresh tackle. By fresh tackle, I, gotta, I make sure that your line... It is and I'm talking your braid. You guys will see in this episode that airs tomorrow. Um, the captain on the on the boat with the, with the ladies, he hooks up with. It was one of my rods. He hooks up um, on a marlin and the line busts. You know what busted? The Spectra. And we look and I see it and it begins to unravel. You know what it is? It's old. Yeah. It's old. And also, if you troll things, okay, it'll spin. It unravels yeah. itself. There's a lot of things you got to pay attention to, okay. And uh, Rick always, when he does his seminars, always does that. He let us know. Make sure you got fresh fluorocarbon. Yeah. What does fresh fluorocarbon mean? It doesn't mean um, a package that you bought ten years ago that's been sitting in your garage. That's probably not fresh. It does have a shelf life. We do. We I'm, do know I, that.
1: Again, I'm not sure on shelf life because I. I have floral that's probably five years old that's in a cabinet, mm-hmm. That when it comes
3: out, it works. Okay. Uh, I have I've been there with Rick, and Rick goes, let me see your floral carbon, and he just pulls it tight and it just busts. And that's 40 pounds. How many times have we done that, Rick? When we tested? Oh, test man, a, man, yeah. man,
8: man. I actually had a charter one time where one guy brought floral carbon for everybody that he bought off the internet on a special deal. <laughs> every, every spool of it was down.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and so that happens. So this is a time I think to uh, check all your stuff, uh, get it ready. And yeah. No,
1: there's a lot of tricks too. I mean, like if you have two, two or three reels that are same size reels that have the same, the, the the same braid on, you can go and take the line off the worst one, and then back from another reel, wind the back, the top as the backing. And all your braid, remember all your braid on the bottom is is brand new. So mm-hmm. you can actually save some bucks, you know, if you're if you're smart enough to do that. I do that all the time. And a lot of times I'll take two bottoms and make one spool. Just learn how to tie good knots to connect.
3: Yeah, and the same thing. If you'd like to go to like for turn like to go to turners, uh, a good thing to do is like get rid of the half your spool and then just splice in new yeah. spectra to the old spectra. And just a small knot. If the guy is good, it'll hold, and you'll be fine. Uh, you don't get to the bottom of the listen. spool. I can hear, I can yeah. hear the geese. I didn't realize you were out there in the blind. Oh
8: yeah, we're laying down in the blind.
3: Okay, well then give us a report. I want to hear a report of Montana.
1: We thought we were going to be able to talk about this stuff, and now we got to listen to you squawking, uh, squawking with the geese.
8: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: All right, talk to me. Well, give me a give me a report, Montana. It's cold. We got a big group of geese coming in. (laughs) You going to take a shot?
1: No, I thought that was is is that Andrew Mack doing that? Oh no, no, that's Rick.
3: Sorry, that's right. No, (laughs) Andrew Mack is the feed. He's the earthworm. He gets fed that. Yeah, yeah,
8: they all went down in the river.
3: Oh, okay. But anyway, so. Rick, you agree there's no better time to get ready than now, right? That's right.
8: Get all your stuff serviced. Get ready to go for next year. And uh, if you're going to store your fluorocarbon, don't keep it in the garage. You can keep it for a year, it in the house in a, in a dark place where it's cool and uh, controlled environment. But, yeah, the garage is the worst place to put your reels, your, your fishing line. It just tears it up. And the reason, folks, is this.
3: a couple. Number one is extreme heat, extreme cold. Then if you put your car in there, you've got the carbon monoxide. That doesn't help it either. And you think, well, really, search Well, yeah, you know, if, if you want to look at the little things, the, the things that separate the regular fishermen from the guys that catch a lot of fish, now we look into all this stuff, okay? And, um, you know, if you got your car in the garage, that's the worst thing for your tackle, okay? Because just starting it up. Puts that stuff in the air, it has to come down, lands on your line, starts to eat it up.
1: Well, if you keep, I I keep my stuff all locked away in cabinets. So and I actually, the reason min-
3: keeps it locked away in camp. So when I come over, I don't take stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now and the other thing is, is it's not a bad idea if you've got a bunch of fluorocarbon to go through and buy yourself a little plastic uh,
3: tub and uh-huh. put it in the plastic tub. That's what I do. Seal it so it, yeah. yeah, minimize it. Yeah. All right, hey Rick. Um, I, I we saw Dina at Taco Tuesday this week. Uh, she told us that uh, the schedule will be up probably right around the. F- First days of January. Okay, so hook up with the ocean. see we already hooked up our two-and-a-half day. We're trying to finalize when we'll do two day-and-a-halves. And I'm sure throughout the year, Angler Chronicles will obviously back any other trip that you got. We'd love to do that. I loved it. We did two extra ones this year. I loved it. Okay, go down there and, and fish with you. It's always such a great time. Um, there. Hey, listen, I'm expecting to see some photographs of uh, what you're shooting over there.
8: Okay. We're right. we're shooting. I'm just, I just haven't been uh, taking pictures and posting. It's been really, really cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm by myself. So. Today are, I got my are you brother.
3: shooting arrows or shooting bullets?
8: Um, I'm shooting arrows. I got my deer like the first couple days. Actually, when Dean was here with me. So, first couple days here, I got my deer and now I'm, we've got some geese.
3: Okay, did you hear that, Andrew? I heard it. See, you you, you like to do it with carp. No, but, but that's what
1: Rick's doing carp too right now carp and trout.
3: Carp and trout. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, he got himself a deer, now and now geese. This is going to be a very tasty Christmas. Okay. There you go. So, was that you honking, Ben? No, no, that was They're wasn't calling Andrew. you. Yeah, no. Maybe those are the, you know who those are? The twins. No. I'll just say it since you're listening They're to the twins. They're in the car. And I'm sure Mike Blue's in the mix, too, there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, listen, Rick, I know you're, you're I, I hate to mess you up when you, you got all your decoys and stuff. Uh, you want to give me information on the Ocean Odyssey? Yeah, OceanOdysseyFishing.com. Uh, like
8: you said, you know, I have a schedule up here. Short weeks, and uh, he can look right online. Or if you'd like to get on a charter or book a charter, you can uh, give her a call at six one nine eight eight nine four five three five. And I'm actually coming home tomorrow for a week, so maybe I'll run up and we can go do some lunch or something over at Eric's place.
3: Oh, that would be great. Love to do it. Okay, love it, love it, love it. Give me a call. You got it. All okay. right, Rick Scott. Ocean Odyssey, H and M Landing, but see Rick, like you said, I would love what 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 you said. He's already sent you his reels, yeah. So he's already figured it out. So guys, pay attention to what I'm tell you. I currently have 16 rods that I took the fishing syndicate to make sure that the guides are done. Like you said, make sure I'm having the whole rod gone through because when we fish as much as we do, plus we travel with them, you don't realize all the little nicks and the, you hit it on this, you hit it on that. It takes a toll, so you know um, GT is taking care of all that for me, and I'll start the season, a season, the season off uh, with a rods ready to go. The
1: other thing to think about too is there'll be some great sales on again fluorocarbon hooks, whatever else you need, and if you need a Mad Mac, I'd buy one now before they're all gone again. So um, it's just you know pl- pl- the the prior planning program is going to help you. Right.
3: How does that go?
1: I'm just listening to Rick. He's still on. I yeah. Think. Hey,
3: Rick, you still on?
8: <laughs> I'm still here.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah.
8: We're, 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 we're both listening here. Yeah, I'll, Oliver's got all my rods. We got all my rods to Oliver. He's getting them fixed up for us also. So. We're going to be fresh, ready to go when, the, when it's time to go. Yeah, and uh, I mean,
3: I'd like to try to predict what next season's going to be like. I just I gave Don't it up. Don't even go there. I just gave it up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it is. You know what I, I'll say is there's a body of water. And we're gonna go check it out, and <laughs> see what we find, you know. But uh, are you
1: gonna do any trips down below to go rock fishing like we did last year when we took Summer and Blue was on the boat and did all that stuff?
8: Unfortunately, not. We have our school program this year, so we're gonna be we're gonna be doing that as soon as I get back in January.
3: I got not you. even one. That was so much fun. I, we and had I missed so much all, fun. I had COVID. I couldn't go. Yeah. You know, that that bummed me out. That bummed me out. All right. You know, um, I can hear this. It's it's so cool. So cool.
1: That's Andrew
3: speaking Spanish. No, yeah. (laughs) Don't don't say Spanish. Excuse me, Polish. You can say Polish. You can say Polish. All right. Um, So, Rick, okay, well, any any pointer from a captain's view, you know, for people that go on, on, on your boat... What would you tell these people to do right now before they come out next year?
8: Uh, start lifting weights.
3: Yes. Uh, working out. Get ready. You laugh. Wait a minute. You laugh, but it's uh, so true.
1: Well, you know what? It's either you either better have some really good technique or you better be
3: strong. One of the two. One of the two. And usually being strong doesn't work. Technique is what wins. I have seen big guys, such as my buddy <clears throat> William, you know, buckle after 10 minutes. You were there. I think you were there when he caught that big 237, and he did 10 minutes. Passed it on to a deputy, and he could only handle 10 minutes. And yet we had a 16-year-old bony kid handled his fish all by himself that came in at 226. Technique, baby. Technique, technique. Listen to the
1: deckhands.
3: Okay. Yeah, do what the nice little deckhand and, and I love that. Gobble. That's not and a that gobble. gobble. Yeah. All right. So, um, what do you? What would you add, Ben? What's that? I'm asking Ben what he would add to that.
1: To I, you know what? I would say that being in shape is going to be huge. But the other thing is to get on YouTube and watch some some videos on how to use the rail effectively because. The rail will be your friend on big fish. And the other thing with um, fish and big fish is you don't go undergunned. You know, if you know they're catching, you know, you know they're catching 200-pounders, don't walk in, you know, it's like walking into a gunfight with a, a knife. Or a pea shooter. Yeah.
3: Yeah, So exactly.
1: the, I think the key thing is to know you have the right tackle. And uh, a lot of times with right tackle, minimum, minimum is to have... You know, a 30 on board, have a, a rail rod that's rated to like 100, you know, at least 80 to 100, you know, minimum. So, and then have wind on leaders, 130, and then know that you might be fishing dead flyers or you could be jigging or whatever. You got to be prepared. Yeah, you got to be prepared.
3: All right. We'll be, uh, we're going to take a short break here. Raiders Radio, AM 830, KLA. We're right back.
6: And it feels like heaven so far away and it feels
7: yet yeah, feels like Angels Radio AM
9: 830
7: Looking for something to do today come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games or food, Michaels has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 freeway, Michael's Sports Pub and Grill.
5: I'm Justin Hone point guard. I'm UI Troll Center. Tonight we take on Fresno State. Pre-game at 545, tip-off at 6 p.m.
3: Welcome back, everybody, on uh, Raiders Radio AMA 30K LA. You like that? You like your Pennywise there?
1: Yeah, the twins love Pennywise. Oh, there you They are. love it.
3: They like they like Five Finger Death Punch. You know? <laughs> that's what I like. That was what was up playing before. All right, so uh, I guess the the big recommendation, uh, since we're here at this point where we're in transition, People, you know, the boats are coming out of the water. They, they're fixing the boats, so this there is a little bit of downtime that we should take advantage mm-hmm. of. And you can see, a Captain. What he's doing? He's got all his rods into yeah. Fishing Syndicate. He's got all his reels up at Accurate. They're getting done. Make sure you give these guys plenty of time. I mean, you can't just expect to take a reel over to Accurate and have it ready the next day. What's the what's the wait time right ah, now? Ah, jeez,
1: I think it's probably like four to six
3: weeks. Okay, you guys hear that?
1: And that wasn't. It was less than that, but I mean, last week we just got hammered. I mean, there was a bunch of people sending things in, so. Again, not to take anything away from accurate, but there are other there are other people here in the Southland that do fix reels, too. Well, we Mark went, Romero. Mark Romero. Um, uh, there's I'm another dead. guy that works for us part-time, or he works for us full-time, but part-time he's fixing reels, and I can't think right now, mm-hmm. unfortunately, because I'm getting old. But the one other thing I wanted to really bring up is that... Um, is that People, if you really want to understand what you're doing and you want to understand to get the high percentages of catching a fish, go and hook some stuff up, put a a bend in your rod, and test your drags. So testing the drags, what I'm saying, is take a scale, scale your drags, feel the scale. Okay, suppose you don't
3: have a scale. What would you do?
1: You need a scale. The scale costs you 20 bucks. Okay. You know, and the reason I'm saying it is, I, I hear people go, "Oh, this is 20 pounds of drag, and it's 12." You know, and I'm like, "Dude, you need to understand how much drag you, is going to be put upon you when you're pulling on this fish. To, you know, to actually effectively fight the fish. And by understanding the drag and how the drag works, I get on boats and guys don't even know how the drag works on their reels, and I'm sitting beside them going, "Dude, what are you doing here? Like mm-hmm. don't." star drags remember you're driving in the dark you don't know which way you could do half a turn and get four pounds of drag you do half a turn and get half a pound of drag right so point is is know your tackle know how it works and know what drag does right fish remember we talk about all the time is that the drag on the reel doesn't catch the fish the rod catches the fish what the drag on the reel does is creates the power on the creates power for the rod to bend to bend Mm -hmm. and that bend the fish is pulling one way you're pulling another that's why i tell you all the time folkerman levers when you want to get you want to get healthy and you want to be safe put the rod on the rail is that not right rick don't we tell
8: everybody Uh, get the rod on the rail that's totally correct. Yep, on these big fish, you're gonna have to use that rail at some point. Hopefully, it's not too rough, but yeah, you got it. You got to get that rod on the rail, and uh, either that or you're gonna have to pull. If, if you can pull, do it stand-up style, just pulling. You, you can do it that way. I've seen guys do it that way, but most of the guys, yes, will lay it on the rail and uh, use the rail as, to their advantage. Absolutely. We had, we had we
1: had Kate on one of the trips, Rick. I think you you were you were now. It was me and. I think Anthony and Sergio and I were helping Kate, and she she had the fish up, and Anthony scratched its back. It was about a hundred and forty pounder, and went straight back down. And I looked at her face. If she had to pull without the rail, she would have been done. Okay. But she landed that fish, and it was all because of the rail, and it was all because she had the right drag on there too.
3: I mean, if you if you don't have a scale, I, I don't want to recommend this too much, but what I know what I've done. Because I'm 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 putting as much drag as I can before the knot breaks. Okay, you have to know you got to feel yeah, for that. Yeah, but how do you know that? Well, I I go ahead and t- I attach, okay, the line. I I I, you know, I string my my rod, attach it to something, and then put a bend and pull, and see how much. The pull or the rod. You pull <laughs> you pull and then you you're pulling back and I'll even walk backward to see how much I can handle. Okay, without breaking.
1: I can't
8: break
3: knots. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. i I so, can't so break it, a knot. So, so it comes down to I'll, how much you can handle.
1: What, what, Rick? What are you saying?
8: I was going to say, if you're not breaking, you're tired of bad knot. The life yeah. can break, you break.
1: Yeah, no, and, and, and it's funny because you listen to... I'll tell you something I learned, and, and I learned this this year up in the Sierras, and this is, comes to the knots, is I didn't know that I was using that really small diameter of braid, and it still tests pretty high, but it's... Has no really friction, you know, it doesn't have the protection most of them have. And I was tying a double uni, which never breaks. And I, I broke off a couple of fish with it. And I was standing beside a guy and goes, hey, tie this rope, tie the RP, and you'll never have that problem. Tied the RP and never yeah. broke off another fish. So yeah. depending on what you're using, this mm-hmm. is my point, depending on what you're using, there can be a knot that could be perfect for what you you're using, and then there could be a knot that maybe not so good. So yeah. knowing the knowing the San Diego Jam, knowing the RP, knowing you know to me right now that um, springer knot is the best knot I've ever learned. Mm-hmm. I've learned when we were when we were up in um, PEI, the, the guys were all using wind-ons and doing different things and using crimps. And I showed the guy the Springer knot because you're only using a 170 pound leader up there, right? Mm-hmm. And he saw that Springer knot and you know basically how to finish the Springer knot and stuff. They're not afraid to use it. I know that Marciano uses the Springer knot and he uses a couple other knots that we taught him. It's knowing your knots and knowing how to cinch them.
3: Cinch them is key. If, if you don't and you have your i, I tell you're you done. Get that little tool, that puller, the not pullers. Yeah. They come in very, very handy. So bottom line is this. This is the time, if you want to up your game, where you can do it. Practice makes perfect. I would highly recommend you can go to the accurate... Website. You have. You go through a lot of seminars YouTube
1: and, channel. We have an accurate YouTube, YouTube channel.
3: YouTube channel. You go through all these knots, and if you don't have it, Google it. You'll find it, and then sit there and do them. Not once. Not twice. Yeah. Hundreds of times.
1: And the other thing too is is I go through a lot of knots because people wanted to see knots during COVID. But honestly, if you come to me, I tie maybe four knots for That's it, I every, everything else, right? Yep. So a uni knot on a hook works well. If I'm fishing above 60, uh, uh, the springer knot, I'm going to be using that. Know how to tie your pina if you have the time and want to try it. FG knot works really super good. And there's another one called the GT knot that's an, an awesome knot. It's an off, it's like an offshoot of a pina. Of but know how to tie braid to floral. Know how to tie your line to your hook. And you're pretty much good. I mean... I don't see how much... uh,
3: I mean, I have my favorite for line up to about 40, and then when you get above 40, 50 pound, it becomes a little bit harder. Also, it's not the same to tie a knot on braid versus... I mean, um, floral versus mono. Mono is much softer. It's an easier knot. You'll find that if you're trying to do a dropper loop with, uh, with floral, it's very difficult, okay? But with mono, it's not. So these are things that you've got to practice. So one change. thing
1: that one thing remember that mono. If you're tying you braid to mono wet it really well yes and then don't try to just pull it all of a sudden and think it's going to come together perfect you have to you have to mold it into the knot and then pull it to tighten it up because i know that a lot of times people will go through and mess up the mono because they don't know how to tie the knots they're tying effectively whereas floral has that hard outer core or that outer shell on it and you you're not able to really mess it up as bad as you can with mono that's what I've. I've found out over years all
3: right so um, I would tell everybody get on YouTube get some line have some spectra have some mono have some fluorocarbon and start practicing put bring some hooks some jigs uh, there's different types of uh, uh knots I mean I, I use a knot on a jig that's not the same thing on a on a hook for example yeah. okay uh, if people know me you know up to about 30 40 pound I'm the Palomar knot Okay. On a hook. Okay. Other than that, then I start with the San Diego, the double San Diego. And I probably, those are probably the three knots that I use the most. The Albright sometimes on the uh, hookup bait. I like that because the hookup bait, you have to go the smallest knot that you can make. And then you got to cut that, that extra real, real tight. Okay. The tag. So um, to get the better uh, swim. So a lot of stuff going on. Okay. Listen, we got about four minutes left in the show. Rick, um, I want to see pictures.
8: I'll try to post them. I don't know if you can hear them, but they're starting to fly over us here
3: now. Okay, well, if you can get a shot out, I want to hear them. Okay, I love it. I love it. Andrew, I'll see you tonight over at the um, at the parade. All right, see you then. Okay, now, um, what are you going to come as, the ogre?
1: Yeah, well, what. I would become the ogre if I were you because you're going to have one little wee person you know, around you. know, you, I
3: heard I heard Andrew dressed as an <laughs> ogre, looked at you, Ben, and say, hello, donkey. <laughs> dude, you could
1: be living under the bridge and just reach up and grab him and eat no, him in one no, swoop. No, 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 no,
3: Andrew, Andrew, Andrew's <laughs> in so much trouble now with Erica. You have no idea. He's
1: married, dude. That's just part I know of he's married. in
3: trouble now. He's in trouble because he put the lobsters inside. I saw the picture inside the salad tray. You know, the, the, the drawer? Yeah. He put them in there. Oh god, she's going to be really happy about that. But you know when the cats away the mice will play. So wow. it's all good. Andrew, so I'll see you tonight at Lake Elsinore. Uh Benny, thanks for coming in. Yeah, And no I'll problem. tell you what um the Bay of LA episode. I know tomorrow's episode Shh, is gorgeous. It's a, it's a secret. It's a secret. It, it really is a good yeah. one. It's really a good one and You should uh,
1: go on that, Andrew. The twins are gone. Where? To Bay, Bay LA. L.A. Oh, that'd be
3: fun. Yeah, it's we go the killer. first week of June. Yeah, it's, a, it's so, probably... T- th- reach out to Orchid at Baja Fishing Convoys, and we'll get you hooked up. Yeah. Okay? So uh, it's a big deal. Big deal. All right. Um, the rest of the day, folks, um, in, in a few minutes, in three minutes... So you hear the hunkers? But the Netherlands will play the U.S. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. So go USA. Red, white, and blue, I'm with you. And then at 11 o'clock, the light blue and white with the sun in the middle. Yep. My Argentina will play Australia. Okay. okay. I, can't, I can't believe we're playing Australia. But and anyway, beyond
1: a- that, chowder biting. There's a couple other things around. Take your kids fishing.
3: Ooh, I like that. Take your kids fishing. I like that. All right. So we'll take Andrew fishing? No. No, No. he's just a big kid. He's still an earthworm.
1: Why do you call him an
3: earthworm, bro? It happened with you while we were at Salmon Falls Ah. and we saw the totem poles. Ah. Anyway, Rick, thanks, buddy. All right, everybody, have a safe, especially safe uh, week, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Ben, for coming in. Andrew, see you tonight. Everybody else, we're out.
2: Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country.
3: We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.